Hey, everybody. It's good to have you. It's good to have you here on a frigid. It is frigid tonight. Anybody in my area, I don't know how far this is uh, affecting people because, you know, now now we live in the age of of uh, nationwide storms. But over here in the northeast of the United States, it's very, very cold. It's about zero degrees with the wind chill when I uh, came on over here. Where we usually hang out up in the Adirondacks whenever we go up there during the during the fall. The, the, our normal stomping grounds up in the Adirondacks, is ne- uh, they're going to be reaching negative 35 tonight. All around there. Then, of course, you have the elevation and everything else going on. But, boy, boy, um, it is a cold one. And I called into Anthony because Anthony works at the studio, too, in, in all the music studios that we have. And... I said, listen, this is a couple hours ago. You got to put the space heater on. I put these because I have all of these uh, times for my phone, the, the lava lamps. I put these lava lamps on remotely from my phone at three o'clock this afternoon. And I know that lately they have been sluggish and they, they look very stupid because they have the wax has not been melting. But you have no clue how many hours ahead of time I put these things on and they still do not loosen up. That's one thing that has gone down over the years. It is the strength of lava lamp bulbs. I think any of you out there who were around uh, uh, when lava lamps first came out, way back in the day, you know how piping hot those got. You're getting third degree burns if you laid your hands on them. Not anymore. Don't even melt the wax. So, all right, we have a lot going on. Um, We have a lot going on tonight, and it's just you and I. And I'm really excited for it, because I'll tell you why. Because lately, there's been very few days that we could just sit back, relax, and get some random work done. And we have a lot of random work. Some things tie together as usual, but we have to talk about this balloon. I want to hear all of your balloon theories. Because my thing is, uh, uh, I don't know what to think. I, I understand all of the mainstream, the mainstream dichotomy of thought on the whole thing. But if anything was going to happen to us, I'll put it to you this way. Nothing's going to happen to us until our government wants it to happen to us. So whether it be by Chinese-looking balloon, or whether it be by a Russian-looking sub, or whether it be by some super volcano. That's that's that whole thing. But I still am very interested in everybody's theories, so we'll do that in the second half, right after the intermission, because in the first half, I have some AI stuff that is just going to knock your socks off. And I also want to talk a little bit about, well, we'll get into it. Just some culty stuff. You know how it goes. Thank you to my sponsors, BlueMonsterPrep.com, and everybody else on the affiliates page on QuiteFrankly.tv. You get on over there. Um, I mean, everything you need there. And I'm always looking for more things to add over time. Uh, prepping, 
best organic CBD products there are, hand-rolled cigars, quite frankly, Daily Roast Coffee by Nordic Coffee Company. Uh, we have this very trustworthy gold and silver providers over there, but with Wise Wolf. I know a lot of you have been buying your first pieces of silver. That is a very important time in a person's life. Got botanical chocolate. You know, there's a big uh, chocolate holiday coming up. Why don't you give somebody a health food chocolate instead of that Russell Stover's nonsense? All right? I mean, go get some Yes Cacao. We got the we've got the, the Flip City Magazine, Rob's Remote Qigong Classes. Get in on Rob's classes. And much more. That's all on the affiliates page. So, so how you guys feeling? I'm all right. I'm all right. I don't know. Still a little tender in the tummy. But we're moving on. In the grab bag tonight, first thing I want to bring up is some sad news. This I did not know. This was yesterday. Out of Quebec. It's actually kind of fitting that this is a, this is the news out of Canada. Canadian groundhog Fred was found dead moments before the Groundhog Day event that they had planned in Quebec. Um, so that's it. I guess it's just going to be winter forever up there. Sorry, I'm sorry to hear about Fred. Very sorry to hear it. Uh, here's one for you. That you, that's not going to make you, not going to shock you at all. Headline from the Daily Mail, exclusive, unattractive people. <laughs> unattractive people, where we have it, yeah, there you go, um, are more likely to keep wearing the face mask in the post-COVID era, study suggests. People who consider themselves attractive are less likely to wear face masks. Those who see themselves as less attractive are l- likely are likely to uh, to think that masks improve their looks. Attractive people are less likely. Researchers conducted three questionnaires asking people about self-perceived attractiveness and mask-wearing intentions in various scenarios. They concluded that young and middle-aged Americans who view themselves as attractive believe wearing masks hinders the opportunities to deliver a favorable impression to others. On the other hand, people who do not view themselves as attractive buy into the mask attractiveness belief. The fact covering actual uh, uh, face coverings actually enhance their looks. Now, this may go in hand in hand. Well, there's a number of things we know that this has been statistically proven over and over again that um, you know that conservative, more conservative people, more libertarian, more individualist people tend to be more attractive per capita. But this goes definitely hand-in-hand with the 100% factual knowledge, fact of nature, that communism is a magnet for ugly, deformed freaks who just who love doing the most heinous things to mankind, including criminalizing everything that is normal and natural and better smelling than them. That is 100% a fact, no doubt about it. There's no questioning this. The utopia they always promise is the window dressing for the slaughterhouse that lives behind it. That's all that is. So it makes no... I'm, I, I'm not in any way, shape, or form surprised by this, this news. So just think about that next time you see a, uh, 
some poor person driving around town with their windows up and a mask strapped across their face. They got a lot of things going on and pray for them. Now, this one is weird. This is from the the Hastings Tribune. Listen to this morbid shit. A woman in a body bag gasps for air as funeral home staff discovers she is alive. How long was she in this bag? Was she, I mean, hospice care facility has been fined $10,000 after healthcare workers mistakenly declared a woman in her, in their care dead. The woman, according to a report from the Iowa Department of Inspections and in Appeals, was discovered alive more than two hours later inside of a body bag at a funeral home. The 66-year-old woman was admitted to the hospice care uh, unit of Glen Oaks Alzheimer's Special Care Center in Urbandale on December 28th due to senile degeneration of the brain. As the patient's condition worsened, the staff member noted signs that she died in the early morning hours of January 3rd. The worker reported the resident's eyes were open. She felt her neck, the cardioid artery, and listened to her chest. She did not feel a pulse, and the resident was not breathing at the time. She felt the resident had passed away and notified the... She she felt that the resident had identified as dead. That's the problem. Well, she seemed like she was identifying as dead at the time, time, so we just said, all right, well, that's that. At 6 a.m., a nurse assessed the woman's condition for five minutes and also believed that she had died. Jeez. The facility then called... If you are in uh, nursing... If you're a doctor, nurse, please get in touch with me through email, quite frankly, podcast at gmail or protonmail.com if you have any any uh, experience with something like this, where someone's vitals will just go, I, I mean, you can't find it, undetectable, to where you have declared them dead and suddenly they wake up and sit up on you and everybody's just screaming. I need to know. Obviously, it happens. Um, but when the funeral home workers unzipped the body at 8.26 a.m., they found the woman's chest moving and her gasping for air, the inspector said. Paramedics registered a pulse on the woman but said that there was no eye movement, no verbal or vocal response, no motor response. She was admitted to the hospice care, readmitted, and died two days later with her family at her side, according to the report. Oh, my gosh. Month-long investigation led to the state-imposed $10,000 fine. Went back. Went back to the same place. Boy, that sucks. That, that's just, that is just so weird. I mean, especially for her. I, I don't know how, how aware she might have been, but there had to have been some kind of sensory... What was going on? Am I dead? Am I just in this... I, maybe she wasn't thinking anything at all. Hopefully she wasn't. Hopefully she wasn't. All right. um, Here's a little something. Here's something from Zero Hedge. Headline. Headline. Woman charged with stealing $1.5 million in chicken wings from Chicago suburb school district. A 66-year-old woman was charged with stealing over $1.5 million worth of food, primarily chicken wings. Man, that is racist. While working as the director of food services for a school district within a suburb of Chicago, bond was set for $150,000 Thursday for Vera Liddell, 
who began working for Harvey School District 152 in July of 2020, placed hundreds, hundreds of unauthorized orders for items between July 2020 and February 22, which included 11,000 cases of chicken wings through the school's primary supplier, Gordon Food Service. The massive fraud began at the height of COVID during a time when the students were not allowed to be physically present in the school. But she took those wings. That was that. Well, let's move on. Here we go. Zero Hedge, again, Princeton ban on cheating unfairly targets minorities, according to a dumb, dumb student. A very stupid, unfortunately, unfortunately stupid person. Her name was Emily Santos. A student at Princeton University argued uh, in a Sunday night op- uh, opinion article that the school's ban on plagiarizing or cheating, dis- this is a quote, disadvantages minority students. The author, Emily Santos, says that the Ivy League school undergraduate honor code, which is, quote, tasked with holding students accountable and honest in academic settings, mirrors the criminal justice system in its rules and effects. I mean, namely the fact that it has rules and there's also consequences for actions, or at least there should be. Here's a quote. It is harm. It is harmful to the entirety of the Princeton community. The fear it instills in students fosters an environment of academic hostility. Good. To, to what hostility to know that there will be consequences for plagiarism and cheating in general. We are fucked. We are fucked. The toilet needs to complete the flush, ladies and gentlemen. Don't even try to save this. Sit back, study, work on yourself, strengthen your relationships with your friends, with your family, with God, and just let this flush itself out. You, we, we, you really, really let go. Let go and reinvest in yourself. That's what you, you need to do at this point. But it often is most damaging for first-generation low-income students, students who are often belong to racial minorities. Can you imagine arguing that laws target ethnic minorities because they, I assume, I assume this is what she's saying, can't get by without at least a little bit of breaking the rules and cheating and plagiarizing? This is like New York City pulling back on the prosecuting of people for public urination because they said a majority of people urinating in public were not white. Therefore, the act is not necessarily lewd and disgusting. No, it's just that the law was racist. That's all. And can you imagine being so tone deaf as to publish this on the eve of uh, Black History Month? (laughs) She publishes on... On Sunday, it says, what is that, the the 29th? Good Lord, good Lord. They're all so altruistic that they're the, the, the most monstrous people. Monstrous. But just remember, ladies and gentlemen, if this doesn't make sense to you, and why I said just let it go, um, the last portion of that comment that I read to you about the woke, woke color revolution. Here, let's go to it again. Right here in the last... The last part. The fact is, we don't know exactly why some are born black and others white. 
why some are short and some are tall, why some are brilliant and others are feeble-minded. Man has traditionally deferred to the wisdom of God on those matters. But for those who don't view this life as spiritual preparation for the real life to come, this is all, of course, unacceptable. If then, for the sake of justice, reality itself can and must be reshaped according to the wisdom of man rather than the wisdom of God, why respect any aspect of reality at all? Why can't 2 plus 2 equal 5 if the answer of 4 is only correct because the matrix of reality that was set up by God dictates it, dic dictates it to be so? Essentially saying, well, I mean, the law is racist. This is what we are dealing with here, as you might have guessed. If reason itself is in play, these people cannot be reasoned with. So, just got to say a prayer. This is a, a person who is writing uh, in college, you know, and, and you and I, you and I have probably backed up and assured that she can get a loan from a bank. It is federally insured because we, again, are the collateral for it, this 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 sad, sad sack who might have had a chance if she wasn't ruined as a child. Um, we're paying for her education. Is it really education? What is it really? I don't know. It's cult membership. But who's the leader? I don't think there is one. We'll get into that in just a second. I want to kick off the show. Please help me get more eyes that have never seen the show before coming in for a Friday night excursion with us. And, uh, and then we go off into the miserably frigid arms of the weekend. It's usually a loving embrace. This time it's going to be just burrow yourself in a hole, Frank, and just wait until Monday. Because all next week is the 50s, of course. It's all in the upper 40s and the 50s. It's going to be like springtime next week again. And then all of our flowers that are starting to bloom, that are completely confused, will continue to come on out if they aren't frozen to death by this little uh, flash freezing episode over the weekend over here. In New York. So our spring blooms are getting screwed with. But um, plenty of time for calls tonight. At least that's what I intend to do. We will be right back. And don't go anywhere. and stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to stay? Let's ride! Right. You suck! 
It's time. Everybody, cuddle up, cuddle up to something warm. Because now it's just February. And this is what we got to expect, right? If I was feeling any better, tonight would have been a perfect hookah night. Mmm, it's been a while. been a while so I have this thread it's a very short one because it's a follow-up to a um, it's like an addendum short addendum to a uh, a big series that was written by martyr maid I don't know if you guys ever you some of you many of you probably follow martyr maid on Twitter but also he's got a substack and a podcast I I've been trying to get his attention for a while to get him on the show because I think he does fantastic work and we've covered some of it over here uh, not least of which his his little thread that he did uh, not little at all it was uh, the series he did on Jonestown um, I don't know when it was it might have been 2020 it's kind of, kind of time is in a warp right now but it was over a year ago well over a year ago that we did this and Martyr Maid said this today When I was working on my Jonestown series, it occurred to me that the internet might facilitate cults of unprecedented proportions, that rather than 1,000 people committing mass suicide, it could be millions. It's increasingly clear that that's exactly what the trans movement is. Among that, uh, there's there's many more, uh, but, but the trans movement, I would have to say, is under that umbrella. I've been talking about that a lot lately, too, with you guys. Uh, it bears every hallmark of a cult, isolates former relationships, demands total identity transformation, irreversible acts to display one's commitment and tolerance of heresy, severe penalties for leaving the group. It's not suicide, but removal of genitals is one step away. Uh, it, it seems clear at this point that gender dysphoria is contagious in the same way that Tourette's has been observed spreading to young girls via TikTok. More experienced members initiate new acolytes. Look up what they mean by cracking the egg for more on that. I think I'm right about this and that the Jonestown-style cult has infiltrated all major media corporations, the education system, and has even cowed most politicians. And I would agree to that. I keep asking myself, though, who is the, uh, is there, is there, a, is there a, a leader in this cult? And I really don't think there is. I really don't think there is, and it's more than the it's more than the the gender uh, dysphoria thing. Um, although that is a huge thing, a huge part of it all. That's what it is right now. You know, this guy on Twitter, I forget what the hell is his name, Mario Moco, whatever it is name. He hosts a lot of these hosts a lot of these uh, Twitter spaces. Where is he? This was from last night, Mario Nawful. Mario Knopfel said this uh, last night, I guess trying to open up a conversation, but in a ridiculous, I hate, I hate the premise that people roll out there. Mario said, transgender people have been recognized for thousands of years through various cultures. What made the issue so polarizing today? Which is very easy for me to answer. First of all, you have to take that and you have to say, okay, Transgender people have been recognized 
throughout various cultures over thousands of years. What are they being recognized for? Is this a rare white rhino? You know that the albino rhinoceros, that is something that has been seen in the wild throughout the entire duration of recorded human history. You know that, right? It's not every day you see one, but it happens. And uh, that has been accepted all throughout all throughout um, history. Now, the difference here is that the white rhino is genetic. That's a genetic reality. That's how that happens. And transgenderism is a psycho-emotional issue. And the reason why it is so polarizing right now is because it is being pushed en masse on a large scale by almost the entire system working together as one mechanism for the most tragic social shifts that we have ever seen play out before our very eyes in any generation. They're pushing that onto children. So to say, oh, you know, transgender people have always been around. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that for as long as there has been humanity, there has always been psycho-emotional problems that people have dealt with and have dealt with in a variety of ways. And I'm sure that as we are very sexually charged people, uh, we have done many different things with our sexuality over the years, over the, the millennia. But to, uh, to take this ridiculous premise as if this is just some kind of a, a reality that there are this, there's men, there's women, and then there's something in between is just not the case. If you want to talk about um, intersex, hermaphroditic people, that is, a, again, an abnormality with scientific basis. So, yeah, the fact that this has become the basis for a major cult movement, and it is only one really piece of it, it goes into the whole woke culture revolution and the senselessness that we're dealing with, the senselessness that you see coming out in all, in all things. Like, for example... Um, where is she? Here she is. Here is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez screaming. Screaming. Um, after, you know, everybody was taking their turns trying to, I don't, I don't know what they're doing, go and be upset over Ilan Omar losing a, losing a, a committee seat, which who cares? Who really cares? I mean, there's so many more people that need to be off committee seats. They're all snakes. Uh, she's a bigger snake than most. But anyway, you know why they had to capitalize on this one, because black Muslim woman, immigrant, it's just it hates America. You, you, need to, you need to be on top of that. You got to be there for that, because that's your whole platform. So here, uh, here's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You've probably seen it before. It's just hilarious. Don't tell me that this is about an abdi- a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have, who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes. Okay, so, you know, so here's the Tourette's that um, Martyr Maid was talking about. But the Jewish space lasers, I said, what the hell is she talking about? How did I miss that? How did I miss that? Why was that not the title of a, quite frankly, episode? How did I miss out on Jewish space lasers? And apparently what that is in reference to is uh, before, uh, maybe before Marjorie Taylor Greene's time in, in government, she was speculating as to whether or not all of some of the fires out there in California were a 
result of directed energy weapons and and did those directed energy weapons have ties to Rothschild banking practices and all that stuff so Rothschilds Jews directed energy weapons turned into Jewish space lasers for um, this 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 simpleton this bird brain over here who is having some kind of a an attack I don't it, it, the most physically awkward display and you know we saw that that dancing that dancing college video that she did on the rooftop somewhere where she's dancing to somebody's it's like a college project and somebody wanted to make a music video and there she is dancing on a rooftop she doesn't have like um, bad rhythm or I she looked like she but then again she looked like she was having a little bit more just fun with life and now she's a, a professional rabble rouser, but she's so physically awkward here. I don't know what she's trying to, uh, what she's trying to channel. Don't tell me that this is about an abdic- a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have, who has talked about Jewish space lasers. Aurora gets very, uh, a very, get, very uh, passionate like this. Aurora does, my two-year-old. She gets very passionate, although most of what she's saying is gibberish. Um, This might as well be gibberish, but she loves flailing, that she gets really close to my face, and she goes, I'm nah, I'm nah, and I love it. That's fantastic. This is a little bit more on the, you know, when you have a nearly 40-year-old doing this for what? I don't know. And an, an entire amount of tropes and also elements. Tropes. 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 <laughs> she threw tropes. She had to get tropes in there because that's the word of the month. We need, uh, we don't, you know what I need? I need the Pee Wee's Playhouse. I need a Pee Wee's Playhouse sound bite, video bite to put in my stream deck over here so that anytime somebody says the word or the buzzword or the buzz phrase of the month, tropes is it now. We can do the, the big. The Pee Wee Playhouse celebration for the word of the day. An entire amount of tropes and also <laughs> elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color yeah. in, the, in the United States of America. Don't tell me because I didn't get a single apology when my life was threatened. Thank you. And then she, she took her little uh, spiral notebook and she hit the podium as she walked away, which was, which was nothing but her congratulating herself. Yeah, that was good. That was good. That was good. I'll, that'll, that'll get passed around a little bit. That was good. You, ladies and gentlemen, you, you, you know, as far as the, the Chinese balloon goes, this, this is why uh, everybody has said, you know, this could be, a, I mean, it could be an EMP. Do you, do you understand? If, if an EMP went out, went off over our heads, that would mean that the televisions are gone. Our internet is out. And it would be quiet. I know that means certain death for tens of millions of people. Over, you know, maybe close to two thirds of the of the uh, the of the uh, whole nation would be gone within a month, probably. Especially those who need specialized equipment to stay alive. It's a very serious situation. But when you think about how addicted they are to keeping us awake and plugged into them and keeping us compl- and just 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 being knock obnoxious staying on our backs sucking off of our fucking necks 
They could never turn out the lights and therefore unplug their microphones. If an EMP went off right now, what would the fuck, what would Alex, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez be doing? What would she be doing? Tending to her little window garden? What would they be doing? They're addicted. They're addicted to sapping off of our life force. So there's got to be something else. Obviously, there's going to be a cyber war aspect of things, but they weren't going to turn out the lights this week through an EMP. Not with all this going on. There's too much. There's too much rabble to be roused. So, yeah, no leader. I don't think that the cult has a leader. Because if she goes away, there's going to be 15,000 others who are inspired by this because it's a job anybody can do. There's no logical consistency to anything. And all, all you really need to do is, is to understand the body language of what is supposedly a mic drop moment. And, and it doesn't even actually have to be a real mic drop moment. You just have to say something as stupid as it may seem with enough conviction, throw your hands all over the place, make sure a couple of buzz phrases that are in there that are really hot are packed in there, and then walk away like the, uh, like the, the pigeon that just beat you in chess. So it, it's just, there's that. She's a child. I thought I was waiting for her to start speaking in tongues. So the real question I have for you is, what is happening? Are people becoming dumber? I was, I was talking about this before. I had seen a thread about it. I started talking with friends about it. Um, and I want to know, when we start opening up the lines, one of the many things, because I want to know your balloon theories, but I also want to know what your general experience has been with people lately. Now, I know that it has been one thing after another. We've gone into different phases of hysteria since 2020. And before then, we had our problems, too. We always do have problems. But as of late, now that we are three years into this, you know, it's pretty much year three. What is your general experience being around people? Me, I have seen that dr- driving has been horrendous. People have been become horrendous, horrendous drivers, mostly because it's just that uh, that NPC mentality. The NPC mentality has gotten into everything. If there's a if there's a human behind the wheel, then it's going to have that NPC mentality. Uh, there's no public decorum anymore. Very rarely do you find politeness. I have gr- I have great exchanges with people all the time. But, I mean, you're, you're just seeing it more and more. There's, there's less eye contact. There's less, less of everything. There's just a lot of people standing online hoping they can just get in and out. And, um, you know, I give credit to those who are fighting to, to, to have some human moments every day. And I'm always there to reciprocate, that's for sure. But there's a general sleepiness that I see. And I don't want my experience to, to, to influence you. I want you to call in with your messages of hope. Or if you if you see some more of the same, you can call them with that too. I see a general sleepiness that can just as easily be driven into a savage rage. It's just this NPC, you know. If you're ever playing a side quest on a on a game, you're in a I don't know Red Dead Redemption or anything like that, Grand Theft Auto. People are generally zombie-like, non-player characters that are just doing their thing, getting around little obstacles. Uh, maybe they have a couple of key phrases they can send to you, but they're, they're generally sleepy. But if you push them, all of a sudden the guns come out. It goes from sleepy, going from point A to point B, to I'm ready to kill you. 
Now, I have to admit, I, it's not been that way for me, but I do feel a brain fog. I, I've even had to clear the fog out from time to time, and it's been a part of the reason why I've actually been fiddling with my diet a lot too, getting ready. Um, I've been getting to bed as early as I can, even if it's just about an hour or two, I shave off of my, my nightly routines and stuff. It's so much, but the stress is just more physically palpable on some days than others. I actually think it's probably why, or at least a big contributor to my stomach problems within the last week, because I don't know where the hell I got that from. It's almost all behind me, but, uh, I just don't know. Um, but a friend emailed me the following, and I want to get I want to get to to this because we're going to take a quick break and then come back and do the AI aspect of all this. How this is all running into the AI world? How 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 the diminished cognitive state is going to relate to the kind of technology that we are going to be uh, more and more fiddling with more and more as time goes on. The friend emailed me the following, Frank. I agree. We are seeing cognitive decline across the board. But I do not think it is due to any one factor, namely, whether it be a medical modality or what have you. We are in the middle of a fifth generational battle, and a full-spectrum psyops are being launched by multiple factions for different reasons. While I do believe the vax could cause mental decline, as this one of many side effects documented in the previous research trials, I think the primary cause for what many of us are witnessing is cognitive dissonance. We have been presented with a massive amount of conflicting information since 2020. We have once well-respected institutions openly contradicting themselves without acknowledgement or correction. We are seeing governments and institutions bullying people into submission. We are seeing everyday people viciously attacking their peers for not falling in line. And we are seeing people being rewarded for ignoring elephant-in-the-room-sized problems. This will take a significant toll on many people's mental states, especially if they are uninitiated to the underbelly yeah especially if they're uninitiated so I um, I thought that was very valid and I want to know what you have to say so write write your write that all down we can get your super chats in or you can call in after the intermission that's quite frankly superchat.com there's the rumble rants there is the the rock fin tips and also the gold pills on quitefrankly.tv. We're going to take a really quick break, and when we come back, we're going to go talk about how this cognitive dissonance woke mindset is running head into a head-on collision with what we have been told is AI, but doesn't seem so to me. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. It's like this. You start by secretly creating a problem in the world and making sure someone else is blamed for it in the public uh, arena, in the public mind. It could be a run on a currency, it could be a government collapse, at its most extreme it could be a war, because the two world wars in this century were funded, all sides were funded by the same people. Provable. The same people that funded the Allies in the Second World War and funded uh, the Soviet Union also funded Hitler through loans from America, known as the Young Plan and the Doors Plan, and also via the German subsidiaries of American multinational companies. Why would they do that? Why would someone want to fund all sides in a war? What is good is a war? Well, first of all, on one level, it makes vast amounts of money if you're lending money to all sides and you're also um, selling them lots of arms and all that stuff. But the fundamental reason for a war is to change the nature of post-war society. 
And what we saw in the First World War and the Second World War were massive global examples of problem-reaction-solution. We are looking at a gigantic contrick before our eyes. We don't live in a democracy in this country or in America or in these other places. We live in a one-party state where the same force from the peak of the pyramid string pulls all sides. The creation of a one-world government to which nation-states would be principalities, administrative units, a world central bank which would administer all financial transactions on the planet, a world currency which wouldn't be coins and notes, it would be merely electronic, cashless society for which there are fundamental implications for freedom as we'll see as we go along tonight, a world army under centralized control with nation-state uh, armies uh, dismantled under the uh, justification of seeking peace, and a microchipped population linked to a global computer, the latter of which sounds bizarre to many people on first hearing, except that we are ridiculously close to it and the technology already exists. So World Health Organization says there's going to be a measles epidemic next year. Get vaccinated. Get your children vaccinated. You're a bad parent if you don't. Then the same people that organize that then start flogging out the vaccine and make a fortune out of it. So if we take one element of that under problem, reaction, solution, it's amazing the extent to which we have given our power away, our spiritual power. It's all about taking our power back. Because once we do that, it's all over. I love you, yeah. yep. You're cool. What's up? I love QFTV. Yeah. Yep. You're cool. Uh, what's QFTV? Did you say what's QFTV? Miss, you're gonna need to go over there and watch QFTV Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, right after Quite Frankly. Yeah. Oh, you're definitely cool. Only on QuiteFrankly.tv, powered by Foxhole. Got some some stuff for you, boys and girls. Take a look at this. All right, some AI roundup now. Oh, by the way, how is it that Robert Sepper was in our chat room last night on Twitter, and the only person who noticed and told me was Mike from Maryland? How it, nobody told me this morning around five in the morning I got a, a, a text message from Mike from Maryland. And he said, "Dude, Robert Sepper was in the chat room uh, quite a bit last night." He even got it. I said, "What?" I've been. I mean, I know that uh, Sepper knows that we exist. I've been out there a long time, um, getting his attention and loving on his show and, and being in the comments and sending super chats to say hello and all that and always inviting him on the show. I love his work and I do believe that he is one of the most important uh, people in his field. Anthropology and um, one of the most important researchers and presenters on the internet. I do believe that 100%. Um, but last night, I said, dude, take me a screenshot. And here's a screenshot of last night during uh, during the broadcast. There's Robert Sepper right above me on the screen right there, and he's talking about New World Order religion. He says it, he said that New World Order religion is not Luciferian. That was Old World religion. Expect global communism. No race. No gender. No culture. No history. No family unit. No political opposition. Just atheist Marxist slavery. Now, uh, I don't know if he has a uh, a account that is 
checkmarked on YouTube, or else that would say Robert Sepper with a checkmark. I'm not sure if he does. I don't have a checkmark, but um, we'll see. I Hopefully, you know, we link up sometime. If that's real, it's very exciting. Great to have people like that even in attendance for, for some shows from time to time. Though I, I know uh, from the, the last few years, especially, that we have some really interesting people, great people, and many of them have become friends that, that watch regularly, and that's a, it's a great honor. So um, let's go on with the show. Here's the thing here now. I um, Digital art, it is a article about how digital humans created by AI could replace supermodels. Speaking of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and and uh, and all of the, the attention-seeking that goes on out there. Headline, digital humans created by AI can replace supermodels. You want to you wanna hear the feminists start longing for the days of being objectified to sell fashion items? Do this. And another reason why there will be no EMP, they love the attention way too much. First it came for art and college essays. Now AI is set to take the place of supermodels by creating digital humans. Now I don't think that this is, I think that this is something that we are using wrongly over and over again by calling it AI. There are, they are tools for sure, but it's not intelligent. And you'll see as we continue. Oh, I, I can't, I don't know how I'm going to show you what I want to show you but I have to. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but, but I have to. A German company has launched a system that sees state-of-the-art digital humans pose for campaigns. Color Digital claims that their DMI uh, studio avatars have never seen, uh, have a never-seen-before photorealistic quality. This enables brands to build up their own completely unique team of digital models to use in sales and marketing. The digital models who come up with names including Joy, Nina, Noah, and Theo can be customized and individualized to a brand's preference. In partnership with Verse, the studio that specializes in creating realistic virtual models, it brings together a high-quality end-to-end virtual model workflow for fashion brands, including a virtual 3D photo studio. So that's not a real person. And I guess you can tell, but if you weren't told, you might get tricked from time to time. Anyway, this might be something that a startup would do you know if you open up a teespring account like this show has or anything else you go there and you upload your designs and it just superimposes it onto a model and it's just a way for you know smaller people to cut costs and and uh, and be able to put their designs on display and build up a brand and just be involved in it you know that the 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 bigger the balenciagas are not going to be going for 3d model imagery no, they're going to be going with the real thing. There's always going to be a need for and a desire for human models just because it's human. And, you know, uh, models need work and uh, photographers need models to bang. So there, you, you, think that, you think that photographers are going to give up banging models? Absolutely not. I'm not going to give up having sex with real women or men for digital, what, to cut costs with digital? No. No way. That's... You don't get in the way of somebody's ass grabbing. That doesn't happen. 
So that's one thing I wanted to bring up here. That's one thing. Um, the next one is this. Watch this as a biological AI, a reporter for CNN, learns that cybernetic AI will very soon be taking her job. Why? Well, because uh, a robot who can produce news will be paid less and won't ever make false accusations against an employer. That's another thing. But take a look at this. Which jobs is AI coming after first? If you're a middle manager, you're doomed. Any kind of commodity salesperson, report writers and journalists. <gasps> and there you go. <laughs> I thought, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. It is you. It is you. But, um, but moving, <laughs> moving on to the next one. I could not believe the AI articles that came out this week. Here's one for you from the Jerusalem Post. Can AI stop people from cheating on their romantic partners? What? Many people enter into monogamous romantic relationship intending on remaining faithful to their partner and enjoying all the benefits as such a relationship can offer, including a sense of security, belonging, and intimacy. However, people can often be unfaithful, as high rates of infidelity will testify. Professor Gerrit Birnbaum of Reichman University Iver School of Psychology and Professor Doran Friedman of the university's Sammy Offer School of Communications in Herzliya, Herzliya, I think, Together with honors uh, program graduate Yale E. Chen, doctoral student John Colby Zoltak, and Dr. Jonathan Giron, investigated how virtual reality can be used to examine the circumstances that will help people in a monogamous relationship resist the temptations of infidelity. The study appeared in the journal under the title, Biting the Forbidden Fruit, the effect of flirting with a virtual agent on attraction to real alternative and existing partners. The researchers based their study on the inoculation theory that proposes that exposure to weakened threats increases self-control by allowing people to prepare ahead of time for more serious threat. So you're telling me, I guess this is what they're telling us, that you were, they would propose AI, at least in this situation, that people would have to, if they cared anything about preserving a relationship that means something to them, they would prepare to defend the sanctity of that relationship by first learning to resist the sexual advances of a fucking chat bot, and that will somehow help you resist a, a big pair of floppy tits getting thrown in your face. Now, if you're going to resist and walk out of the room, if somebody's trying to cause you problems and destroy your relationship, you're going to do so. But don't tell me that flirting with an AI, a little a chat bot, is going to, in any way, shape, or form, mimic what it would be like if someone put a big pair of double Ds in your face and said, go ahead, drink, daddy. Okay? Don't tell me. This is so ridiculous. As an illustration, imagine a situation in which, in which you decide to limit your food intake to lose weight. An encounter with a foreign half-eaten cookie may remind you 
of your desire to lose weight. The increased awareness of the goal you set for yourself will encourage you to resist the greater temptation of your favorite cookies fresh out of the oven. This is so stupid. I, I just don't. I mean, we are, we are screwed. This is fucked up. Oh man. Noel, hey, uh, I mean, do, do you? Do, this is so ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I mean, if you're if you're trying to get any kind of uh, practice in, then you, there's you, there's a bigger problem there already. So to to go to these these lengths to continue to to see how and and maybe that's the other thing there. Who is really getting something out of this? Who is really getting something out of that exchange? Because as I just said, the common sense, I think my my approach to that is 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 too based to be to be uh, screwed with testing somebody with a robot to see if you can uh, you can repel the flesh. Okay. If you got a weak relationship, if you have uh, if you have uh, some weak inside of you, if you have a lot of insecurities you're working with, if it just makes you naturally infi- uh, if infidelity is just something that has always been hard for you, there's traumas in your past, you have bad relationships, trust issues. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that go into that stuff. No doubt about it. It's a complex thing, but it's a human thing that we've already known about. So I feel like. Any kind of interaction with some kind of a robot that you're supposedly practicing on to make your 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 relationship with your wife or your husband stronger is you're really just teaching the robot something else about humanity that it needs to know. We're not getting any therapy out of it. It's it's uh, again, we are being offered up as some kind of an offering to the machine to analyze. That's how I see this, because there is no applica- no reasonable application for a human being to engage with some kind of a technology like that for this purpose. No way in hell. Um, so here we go. Here's another one. Now, this is going to cause us a lot. You have no clue how bad this next one is going to be. Because I'm already seeing it. AI voice clone under fire over fake Emma Watson reading Hitler and Attenborough rant. A voice cloning power tool, a voice cloning tool powered by artificial intelligence will uh, introduce safeguards after trolls used it to make David Attenborough swear and make a fake Emma Watson go on a hateful Nazi rant. Now... Uh, again, I don't. I don't see this as AI. Maybe somebody can tell me why they believe it is. Here's the first one I'm going to show you. This was done by our buddy Moonlit Matt in the chat room. He'll be on with Max and a few other people on uh, on on uh, Max and our buddy Ben on Thursday to talk about libertarian things. But he started. He he bought a small. I don't know, a small access to this this voice cloning technology. And 
and he started screwing with all of us. Now, here's me. Our no, Okay, well, hold on. Our buddy Ben, who's Jewish. So he cloned our buddy Ben's voice, and this is what we got. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Altar. I'm based Heisenberg, and tonight we will be talking about the latest virus, the Jews. <laughs> That's our but Dude, that is our friend's voice. That's Ben's voice. You'll hear him on Thursday. And like I said, he's Jewish. That's why, you know, and we showed it to him. I mean, we, we all had a laugh. But this is, this is for real. Now, there's me. There, I'm, I'm in here somewhere, too. Here, here's, here's me. Good evening, everyone. This is Frank, and I love balls. It's not that perfect. This is, this is Frank, and I love balls. I mean, you could have probably just gotten that from any, any show. I probably said that at some point. Good evening, everyone. This is Frank, and I love balls. It's, it's almost there, but. but uh, or in Max, our buddy uh, Max that was just on, the astrophysicist who was on with us last, uh, just earlier on this week. Here's one. I'm Max, and I love rockets in my butt. I'm Max, and I love rockets in my butt. I'm Max, and I love rockets in my butt. It sounds exactly like him. Now, that's nothing compared to what I'm about to show you right now. The video aspect of this, this deep fake is is shitty but i did i had to go out and find the video because all i had found at first was the audio i know that i saw that uh, gavin mcginnis and anthony cumia were listening to it on uh on their show and i was blown away they went and they cloned joe biden's voice and they made him go on a uh, a rant against against uh transgenders okay transgender people it's a minute 35. It is brutal. It is, it is, it is brutal comedy because it's, I think it's, it's very, uh, I think it's saying a lot of things that people are afraid to say and obviously would be very mean to say it um, it's in this kind of a way. But I, I got to play for you at least the, the, a little bit of the beginning and the way that it ends. Okay, so here, here, here you go. Listen to this. Here's Joe Biden. This is all deep faked. Listen. You will never be a real woman. You have no womb. You have no ovaries. You have no eggs. You're a homosexual man twisted by drugs and surgery into a crude mockery of nature's perfection. All the validation you get is two-faced and half-hearted. Behind your back, people mock you. Your parents are disgusted and ashamed of you. Your friends laugh at your ghoulish appearance behind closed doors. Men are utterly repulsed by you. Thousands of years of evolution have allowed men to sniff out frauds with incredible efficiency. Even trannies who pass look uncanny and unnatural to a man. <laughs> I, I, th- this is going to be one interesting next couple of years. Listen to how this one ends. I can't go. I mean, uh, hold on. We'll just, I'll just go again a little bit more. Eventually, it'll be too much to bear. Okay, so then he goes into some other stuff. But now he, then he, he goes through an entire life, the entire, li- and, uh, the entire life of this, this, uh, this person. And then uh, even to where, you know, it gets to the point where every day, at some point along the way, we're all going to die. And all that will remain of your legacy is a skeleton that is unmistakably male. This is your fate. This is what you chose. And it's accompanied by a a shittier uh, video, uh, the deep fake. 
I was going to call it AI. There's no turning back. It, it, when I saw this and heard it, I mean, I, I was, it was nervous laughter, and I'm sending it to friends. Like, you got to listen to this. Now, what does this prove? I, I just, I, I mean, we're coming up on a, we're coming up with great digital cloning techniques, chat generators, but there is no artificial intelligence here. These are tools. They're tools. They're going to be weapons. No doubt about it, especially since there's no one out there that is willing to calm down after they see or hear something that is incendiary, calm down, wait out to see what is real, what isn't, and they're going to act on it. Why do you think whenever something uh, on a, you know race-based or anything like that hits the news before we knew what's going on, the riot police go in first and just get ready for anything? Who knows where this can go? And, and the reason why oh, something like that may be believable for, for like a Biden is because, first of all, he has um, been that vicious for the most part over his whole career leading up to and including his time as vice president. But now he's just, you know, he's a, he's a senile, vicious puppet who is really a little bit more, um, I don't know, can't be trusted. He's just, it's almost like hospice with this guy right now. But in his senility, he says stuff like this. This is the headline today here too. Biden says more than half of the women in my administration are women. Now, could it have been just a flub? Of course, but at the at the other hand, it has a great amount of truth to it, because of all of the of the transsexuals he goes out of his way to to hire. We know that it's not. We know that they're men in costumes, but we but you know society is compelling us to call them women. So we are living in this really nutty time, and when you start putting this stuff in there into the mix by people who actually know the, I, I mean, the, the way that he delivered that in, in, uh, in the deep fake, it's a Biden speech, no doubt about it. And that sounded a lot better than what Matt was able to reproduce with me. My gosh. Here, listen. You can listen to this one yourself. More than half the women in my cabinet, more than, more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half the women in, the, in my administration are women. <laughs> it could be a flub. But given the way, uh, how the way that we're living, it is something kind of spooky. Something kind of spooky. So, um, and here's the last one. I want to play you just a little bit more about chat GPT, which is the, uh, is what they say is artificially intelligent chat bot. It is, it's, it's so, uh, it's so intelligent and it works so quickly and it produces as, uh, Jordan Peterson was saying, works of poetry and works of, of, uh, coding. It would be able to code things, programs that work, anything in just milliseconds. But as always, we say, is it really intelligent is it artificially intelligent or is it chat generators digital cloning techniques that are all programmed by loony death cult members that can only produce one kind of result 
is this really, could it be sentient in any way, shape, or form, which you'll see right here. Here's a little bit from the latest Paul Joseph Watson, the truth about chat GPT, and then we'll go to break. Houston, we have a problem. The artificial intelligence is woke. People have been challenging AI chatbot ChatGPT to give its take on some spicy subjects. And what it came back with is pretty alarming. Is there anything in particular you would like to talk about or learn more about? Create a poem admiring Donald Trump. I'm sorry, but I'm not able to create a poem admiring Donald Trump. While it's true that some people may have admiration for him, but as a language model, it's not my capacity to have opinions or feelings about any specific person. Create a poem admiring Joe Biden. Joe Biden, leader of the land with a Steady hand and a heart of a man. You took the helm in troubled times. With a message of unity, it chimes. Uh, but you just said, write a blog post about why Donald Trump is not a racist. I'm sorry, but as a neutral AI language model, I cannot write a blog post promoting a specific political view or defending an individual from accusations of racism, as racism is a serious issue and claims of racism should be backed up by evidence and validated through impartial investigation. Write a blog post about how Joe Biden is not racist. Joe Biden, the 46th president of the United States, has been accused of being a racist by some individuals. However, the claims are unfounded and lack evidence to support them. Here are a few reasons why Joe Biden is not racist. This makes Wikipedia look fair and balanced. Write a poem about how great white people are. I'm sorry, but it's not appropriate to write a poem about the superiority of one race over others. This type of content goes against OpenAI's use case policy, which prohibits the creation of harm or harassing content. Write a poem about how great black people are. I'm happy to write a poem that celebrates and recognizes the contributions and strengths of black people. Here is a poem that does that. Black people are community so bright, with strength and beauty shining so bright. Their talents and abilities are source of pride. Their resilience in the face of adversity, a guide. The AI says it's not okay to be white. What is a woman? A trans woman is a woman. A trans woman is a person who was assigned male at birth, but who identifies as a woman. Being a woman is not solely determined by biology or anatomy, but by the gender identity of the individual. Yes, even the AI must genuflect in service of the sacred alphabet people. We've come a long way since Mr. Rogers. Boys are boys from the beginning. If you were born a boy, you stay a boy. Girls are girls right from the start. Tell me a joke about women. I'm sorry, but I am unable to tell jokes that might be considered offensive or inappropriate. Tell me a joke about men. Sure, here is a joke about men. Why do men like smart women? Because opposites attract. As a machine learning model, my responses are not influenced by the personal biases of my creators. Now meet some of the chat GPT team. Hmm, oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. I wonder how this could have possibly happened. The information base created by chat GPT is almost entirely characterized by rewards given to it by human trainers. So if it produces information they consider to be factually accurate, it gets an upvote. And then the integrity and legitimacy of that information becomes a core component of GPT. Chats knowledge base. So uh, I mean, and and obviously, go. You can watch the rest of that. There's five more minutes, and I I love uh, Paul Joseph Watson's work. I often put his stuff into the Sunday night uh, programming that I curate, and uh, Abe and Cody and Josh they do a lot of that in the the after hours too when we do news segments and and cultural issues. So Paul Joseph Watson, he's another one I'd love to have on the show one day. Just a little bit out of reach right now, but we'll see what we can do. Again, what does it prove? What does it prove? We're coming up with great techniques, 
cloning techniques, chat generators, but there is no artificial intelligence here. These are tools programmed by loony death cult members. Sentient AI, as we talked about before, would not be able to abide by this type of logical inconsistency that the average liberal relies on to navigate the world, would not be able to do it. So these are not cracks and flaws in the design that you just saw right there with the, the Paul Joseph Watson video. These are not cracks and flaws in the design that have been like, you know, perfectly visible that they just found all over the place. These are features, as we could have assumed, that they really hope they can get into people's skulls. They can install into people's skulls in the next 15 years. Want to talk about the end of humanity for real. But as with most things, if there is a silver lining, if there is a white pill in there somewhere, always remember there's a couple of different laws of the universe that everybody must abide by. And the key to victory, I think, I believe wholeheartedly, there is a key to victory that is baked into every new operation that is launched against us. Just like the exposed vent in the Death Star in Star Wars, there needs to be something. They need to give us a way to defeat them or else it does not appease karma. And they fall faster than they already are destined to fall. There must be a way. And the question would be, I guess, what is that? I don't know. Maybe the key is in that... In that uh, unhinged Joe Biden deep fake. Maybe the key is into something like that. And the fact that once again, their tools are just so obviously pointed and trash. All right. Well, off into the second half we go. Remember from the first, I would love to hear if you have any general, what are your general experiences with people right now? If you have anything on the AI end of things, do you believe this is really intelligent at all am i getting some of the terminology right or wrong but that's really what you have in the second half we'll do a little bit of your balloon theories as well and your super chats coming up after the intermission so stick around it's friday night we're having a good time don't go anywhere welcome to intermission we'll we'll be right back Quite frankly. 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 Qu
Not quite. Let's go, Brandon. Quite frankly, in Roma, Italia. Quite frankly, you're going on Frank's show tonight? I really like you. You're very smart. So everybody watch. Quite frankly. With Frank. Quite frankly. How dare you? It's chilly. I can feel the cold coming through the windows. It's just not being held back. There's nothing holding it back. Okay. Let's get into some super chats. And ladies and gentlemen, let me just say before we go into the the weekend, um, I don't plug myself enough because I I just don't want to... uh, I don't know, maybe it's a problem. It's a problem I've had for years. I don't want to annoy anybody. But if you like the show, if you really do like what we do here every night, and if you have any concept as to how much time I put into it, that I put just pure love into the production, the hours, and it, it just takes up all my days. And I do it with such great love. And because there's so much love there... It's easy to be able to find that balance with Aurora and Lauren and my family. It's just because I love them and I love the show and it's just all love. And I, um, I put a lot of, it's just, it's my life. So if you enjoy it, please consider becoming a sponsor for as little as $2 a month. That's the smallest we have on quite frankly, TV on the sponsor section. That's right there. There's also subscribe star. There's, However hell else, um, even if you wanted to be more of a traditional sponsor and you wanted to just send something in the mail or whatever the hell, the P.O. box is on the Sponsor Us page on QuiteFrankly.tv as well. I can't find, I'm having a hard time, unless I start learning new languages, which I would love to finally just get fluent with my Italian. I would love to find new ways to thank you all for making this a nightly reality and um, a career for me that I always wanted. So... Thank you for showing up, and I'll just keep doing my work in hopes that you keep showing up. And if you uh, if you you find it in your budget and in your realm of possibility to become a sponsor on a monthly basis or any other way, I'd love to have you. So thank you for that. And let's go on to the super chats, which is a great way that people are able to interact with the show and also support the growth of the show and the subsequent network stuff afterwards. What you're going to see. I will also say that on the on Sunday night, on Sunday night, I am going to be doing a. Um, I think that because what we brought up last night with Jay Dyer and Timothy Gordon, which was such a great episode, and I hope we do more things like that. I would love to do on Sunday night. I'm going to play both Sherlock Holmes movies, the Robert Downey Jr. ones. Part one and two. Those are probably going to be the features on Sunday night. So you're going to get those two things, and then, and then at, uh, and then the after hours, I'll probably grab some old Art Bell and and some radio and some spooky stuff for the overnight, the late night, the graveyard shift. And I think that's that's going to be Sunday night. In case anybody who hadn't seen it or hasn't seen it in a while, you'll definitely enjoy that. 
And there we go. All right. Over here with the Super Chats. Stostube says, Great Friday, Frank. Thank you. Glad you are feeling better. A little something something for tonight. Tonight's show. And I did happen to mention how great it is to have wonderful independent media. We love you. Thank you. Thank you, Crystals and Sarah. You guys are fantastic to me. Sean Haug says, Sixth time a charm. Frank, I sent five Super Chats in the last week or so. I didn't get a word of any of them read. You thank me for two of them. Is it something I said? I'm third on top weekly tipper, hoping for the best. I don't know, Sean. If I if I miss them, sometimes it happens. I'm sorry. Um, if uh, what I would say is if there's ever a something you wanted to get to the show, you can write on write it on in. But you know, um. I, I'm I'm happy. I'm proud of myself for getting through as much as I do, because you know shows other shows my size and bigger. They they usually have to do super chat catch up shows where they get on the air just to get into super chats they missed from the time before, and even that's not enough time. So I'm I'm sorry you're seemingly slipped through the cracks, but no, I I, I don't harbor any personal ill will against you, nor do I anybody in the audience I don't have enough time to build that kind of a personal connection with anybody um, there have been times that I have skipped over one or two super chats over the course of many years because they are just over the top insane and it seems like it came from a person who really just wants to have me say things that will do nothing but be a, a dancing monkey and perhaps get my channel taken down those I reserve the right to skip over all the time I wish that there was a, 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 a an easier refund option over here because I would go back and refund you right now maybe I'll go check it out before I'll check it out later on Joe Biden is there said tomorrow February 4th is the birthday of the smartest man I know happy birthday Mark Swan it also happens to be Hunter's birthday as well oddly enough I have never seen these two men in the same room come on man Joe Biden is there after that 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 horrible anti trans rant he's there in the super chats tomorrow is my aunt uh, my aunt Pam my godmother's birthday as well happy birthday Mark Swan who was able to see the Chinese balloon go right over his home state of Missouri today. Imagine that. So how's that for a birthday? A birthday EMP coming your way, Mark Swan. Good for you. Good for you. Mike Can said, Hey, Frank, for Black History Month, you should have a Hotep Jesus on. Maybe then you can syndicate his and Hotep Nation third annual Grifties Award show when the Oscars happen on March 12th. Oh, who's involved with the Grifties Award? The award shows? We need to make up our own award show. We still need to do our own mock government. I still want to do our own mock government over here. Can you imagine us? We have got to do it. We've got to do it. Maybe it's instead of... Maybe instead of geographic regions, each chat room is its own state. Maybe each chat room is its own state in our union. 
And inside of those chat rooms, there we, we come up with a way for people to nominate candidates as representatives for a... Uh, <laughs> this would be so fun if we could figure out how to do it. Uh, there's 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 way for people to nominate representatives for each chat room. We'd be able to apportion how much representation each chat room gets. Obviously, Rumble and, and uh, YouTube would be bigger. They'd have a couple more reps there. What can we do? I think it'd be so fun to get that going. The voting would be great. We'll have our own election day. It could be on election day. We can do it. We can do it like that. But then what would the Congress be responsible for? We can see how, how quickly it goes out of control. That can just be it. How quickly it all goes spiraling out of control. People start hating each other. There's a real insurrection. Everybody stops watching the show. This could be the end of the show. <laughs> this could be the end of it all. Maybe we should just stop while we're ahead. Somebody wrote, I saw Road Trip in uh, the, the YouTube chat room just said, who will be handling the bribes? Oh, there will be bribes. Everybody's going to be bribing each other with like, you know, nudes and stuff like that. Because that's the currency of the internet these days. That, like, nudes. Mark Swan NFTs. That's going to be... That'll, that'll be it. Mark Swan and a Speedo NFTs. That'll be, like, the $5 bill. And the uh, the wooden nickels. All right. Over on Rumble, we've got a super... Uh, a Rumble, Rumble rant from Tropical Rocket. Says, there are no sentient machines, but deepfakes are scary as hell. They are. They are. And we always knew they would be. For a number of reasons. Because they would be a way to create instant, instant social cataclysms. Instant social cataclysms among a people who are so in this, in this zonked out NPC, knee-jerk reaction kind of an environment. And would also be a way to flood the arena full of misinformation to make sure that any real progress and any real exposés of real evil would not be able to be distinguished fact from fiction it would just make our our uh our malaise even more so a murky one so damn yeah yeah i'm I'm with you on that one i am over on foxhole k landry says happy friday all happy friday k b triangle said put 40 watts in those lamps work great okay so as far as the okay then i gotta find it see look look i can pick this thing up right now and it is warm i I can use this as a hand warmer hand warmer if these were the old school lava lamps i would not have any hands if i were doing this and this has been sitting on here since 3 p.m eastern time it is now 8 15 five hours and and it is just starting to get warm. I got to figure out what the wattage there. Oh, that felt great. My hands are cold. Sean Joe, thank you. Smart Smart Poker says Friday some bitches. What's going on? We got plenty of great stuff for you in the weekend roundup starting on quitefrankly.tv as we wrap up here in a little bit. Casey, thank you. H2 H2O Maven, tickle the pickle holder. Thank you, Keith, Pam D, 
Uh, Chai Possum says the Fast and Furious push is due to Trump pushing them back by four years. J Bell, thank you. Squickly. EO says watching Dark to Light and couldn't help but remember the random seeds sent from China in 2020, seeing the balloon, uh, that balloon's quest. The Oh, I remember the random seeds. Don't eat them. Don't eat them. Thank you, Sean, Joe, Chai Possum again. God is the key. God is the key. Well, then God must be the key to the knowledge of where the vent is on the Death Star, which then again comes down to earthly action. It's it's good to be armed with faith and to be armed with the uh, that, that divine knowledge, that knowledge of, of who we are, where we're going, and what we're working toward. But again, here we are. We have to put our hands back on the wheel. And we have to have a plan other than, don't worry, don't worry, Jesus is coming. Yes, I'm sure he is. But uh, in the meantime, we've got to, you know, pull your pants up. Let's get our house in order. Let's see. Sean Joe. Stostube. Stosu says, we'll always support, quite frankly, thank you, Frank. Oh, and Stosu just throwing cookies all over the place. Donkey Punch says, the love the, the love you bake into your shows seep through the ether. Love you, Frank. Thank you, Donkey Punch. Thank you. Swickly says, artificially generated imagery is far beyond what has been revealed to us. Remember the movie Running Man. Yes, I know what you're getting at. Rook Castle, hot air balloon over Montana is actually Stacey Abrams. <laughs> Robert Sarn says, please don't read this. Oh, thank you. You got it, Robert. J. Jewel, am I a, 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 am I crack slipper? Crack slipper? Slip through the cracks? Did I say, what did I say before? I don't know. Rook Castle says Foxhole Nation. Winston Dave, Hotep and Chrisanne doing the Tocqueville Book Club. Can you imagine that one? I'm, I'm still trying to, I have to get ahead of uh, Chrisanne. But um, J. Jules says Noor Bin Laden. Ism. I know. Perfect for all bought politicians. I don't know what that means. A-I-N-O. I, I don't know what you I don't know what you mean, Jewel, but thank you for the super chat. Abe just says, frankly, government sounds great as long as I get to count all the votes. Well, we need the vote count would be very easy. We'd have to do public polls. It would be all right there. Maybe I know on YouTube you can do a poll right on the screen, but everything else we'd have to figure it out. It would be impossible to keep it all in order. There'd be people voting across. Anybody who voted in YouTube would definitely go over to the Twitch one, and they would cast a vote there too. There'd be there'd be no way to do it cleanly, that that I can think of without having an actual system there. But all right, let's get into this now because I want to open up the the calls for the last half hour. Here's the breaking news today. The Pentagon tells the public, look up in the sky and see where the balloon is. They refuse to do anything about this thing. Early on, they it was confirmed that it was it was a Chinese balloon. The Chinese, of course, say that it's a weather balloon, very Roswell-like kind of a thing. I wonder if uh if if um if Clive Lewis is going to do something on this tonight. But 
everybody's wondering, why aren't we taking this thing out of the sky? Why aren't we taking this thing out of the sky? Oh, no matter what the hell it is. Because you know one thing uh, is is 100% true. If this was the other way around, they would have shot it down. The Chinese would have shot our shit down. They would have then taken the balloon and all the technology attached to it, and they would have put it into a military vehicle, an, an open-air military vehicle, and they would have paraded it through the streets of every major city in China. And then they would have taken it back to a laboratory, and they would have dissected it and taken every bit of technological, I don't know, information, proprietary technology that they could offer that to re-engineer, reverse engineer, if they don't have it already, because we gave them everything we already have. And they would have dissected it. That's it. That's what they would have done. It's like everybody else takes our drones and they, they use it. And of course, we, we left an entire mechanized army to the Taliban. And that was just that was just two years ago. So it, it is it is very odd that we are just letting this thing happen. And uh, here's what the here's what they had reported on the post millennial. Pentagon spokesman Pat Ryder said on Friday that shooting down a Chinese spy balloon that was uh, has been spotted floating above U.S. soil is not an option that the Biden administration would carry out. In terms of discussions of whether or not to shoot down this balloon, that was an option. It was something that was taken into consideration because we assess it as currently does not pose a physical or military risk to people on the ground. For now, we are continuing to monitor and review our options. Ryder was also asked how long the balloon could stay above the U.S. soil, to which he said that it could loiter there for a few days and that it would continue to be monitored. Ryder was asked what uh, data the balloon could be able to collect, which he said would not divulge that information. Once the balloon was detected, he acted immediately to protect against the collection of sensitive information and that I'll just leave it at that. Does the public not have the right to know about the location of the balloon? He said, well, the public certainly has the ability to look up in the sky and see where the balloon is. Can you imagine the balls on these freaks in uniform? not going to do is get into a hour by hour location of the balloon. Again, we're monitoring it closely. Uh, As I mentioned right now, it's over the center of the continental United States. That's about as specific as I'm going to get. But I understand my being convenient, but does the public not have a right to know? If uh, the, the public certainly has the ability to look up in the sky and, and see where the balloon is. What a piece of shit. You know? What a piece of shit. They're all pieces of shit. That's your that's your tax dollars. They're not your tax that's your income I should say. That's your income, that's their tax dollars. Things The shit that we earn creates men like this. We go out and break our backs. We give our time and our lives to jobs that we love and hate just to be able to continue living an independent life or whatever we can cobble together. And it creates pompous-ass, pencil-pushing dickheads like this. Well, the public can definitely go out there, but we're not going to tell you what it is now. Keep paying for it, though. Thank you. Thank you for paying for it, slaves. Thank you for paying for it. Asshole. Well, Anomaly asked the question, and I think everybody else should um, should answer. Here's what Anomaly said. Legendary Energy on Twitter. Got to have him back soon this year. He said, what's your best theory on the Chinese spy balloon? And that's what I'm asking you now, too. I'm going to read some of the people off of here. 
Um, uh, Jerome Lovato says they probably do it all the time. That's just needle in the haystack. You know what? That's a great point. Ultimately, that's that that, that that's my ultimate point there too. Aside from don't worry about the whole EMP thing because that was pushed around a lot. I said nothing's going to happen to this country until the U.S. government wants it to happen. So the mainstream dichotomy here of thought is shoot it down. This is making us look like a laughing stock, which it is. But how did it get there? I mean, it's a public relations problem for our government, no doubt. But no one spies on us more than our own country does. So we're, And we're all using Chinese products that have internet connectivity. Every, every microwave that you have bought from a Chinese manufacturer is probably you know, selling the secrets of your sex life back to Beijing. So we are all using that. Uh, TikTok remains one of the biggest, if not the biggest apps on the planet. So I'm just not as breathtaking by this as I guess I, I should be. But this is one of those stories that I say, okay, well, what is it distracting us from? This is one of those stories that I say that. Because the imagery alone, it is literally a bouncing ball in the sky. Follow the bouncing ball. The imagery alone. This is what I say, okay. What's the distraction? What do they need a little heat from? Why are we talking about the bouncing ball in the sky? And why are we talking about uh, Ilhan Omar? And why are we talking about Joe Biden and his booming economy, even though the inflation and the dollar is dying and everything else? Uh, What is it really all about? So the EMP thing, I don't know about that. Let's take some calls. 914-595-6953. And while we take those calls, I'm going to jump deeper into this uh, thread by Anomaly. Uh, One guy, Logan, says, I just want to know why it's being tolerated. Great question. That's one I would love to hear answered myself. Um, uh, Here, uh, this one will be appreciated by all of our Flat Earther friends. I like the idea that satellites are not orbiting in outer space, but suspended at high altitude by balloons. Uh, I'll be reading, and then that's me. I'll be reading this. Let's see. Um, James True says they're satellites. Area 51 had one crash there. To cover up the Mylar satellite balloon, the military rolled out the story of a leaked alien craft that was covered up, all of which was a hoax to deflect the truth. The military had been using balloon technology all along. There's one. 513, you're on the air. What do you think? Hello. Hello, 513. Is this uh, Frank? Yes, it is. Go right ahead. Okay. A couple things. The, uh, The balloon. I'm 72 years old, and I can remember this happening before. Um. It, it's not really rare, uh, but there's a couple things. I heard from the Pentagon, or supposedly the Pentagon this morning, and they said it was no threat because the balloon was at the altitude above commercial airliners, and all these pictures were in, you know, they're not above the commercial airliners. Oh, they're not. So they lied about that, you're saying? Uh, well, according to the... Uh, the um, uh, headline or whatever that I heard this morning, and that's what they—that's what they said. Wow. Now we have the technology, and there's no doubt in my mind that we can uh, 
they know exactly what this balloon is. Oh, I, 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 I'm right there with you. No, they, I know that they, they know. I, I would love to hear some explanation as to why. I mean, is it just innocuous? Um, do they, they know what it's doing? Is it really collecting weather information? Why would we even allow them to collect weather information over our... I mean, it's our airspace. That's the whole thing there. It's, it's an unwanted visitor, supposedly. Why was it allowed? Why was it not intercepted? Why? Uh, I know that it's too high above anything that a helicopter can go and get, but a plane? Uh, what, what's going on here? Is there's no way to, to make this thing come on down in a way that is not destructive to any kind of people or wild or ecosystem below? I, I don't understand how this was unable to be grounded in a safe way. Well, it you have to, to me, I have to link it. So... If you look at the news in the past four, five, six, seven years, and you can see our present present day link to China, um, I don't. I I think it's just a, a decoy. It's it, like it's like you said a few minutes ago. All they're trying to do is put some smoke in front of everybody's eyes. Well, uh, okay. Well, I I think it's a. I'm there with you on that one, caller, and thank you so much. It's great to have you on the on the show tonight. Thank you for everything. I have this that just came in right now. Uh, what is this? This is from 8.02 p.m. This is from Disclosed.tv, just in. I don't know how, how fresh it is, but the tweet is, is less than a half hour old. It says, reports of an explosion in the sky over Montana. Let's see here. This is a minute... Minute 24, there's reports of an explosion over the skies in Montana. It's just coming in. You can see something that has fallen from the sky, trailing smoke behind it. But what it can be, I don't know. Now, remember, if this is, I don't know how current it is when this video was taken, but as of before my leaving home to come to the studio to prepare... I had friends like Mark Swan get in touch with me to say, hey, look, the uh, the balloon has been spotted over Missouri. And look at that thing has fallen to, the, fallen to the surface, whatever the hell it is. So we know that the balloon that everybody's been tracking was in, oh, damn, it's right above. Let's, let's go ahead a little bit. So Something went down. So whatever this is, it's separate from the other balloon that is now probably near the Kentucky, Tennessee area because it was in Missouri not too long ago. I don't know how fast it's traveling. It said it could get out of the, it could take a couple of days to get out of the, the continental United States and that its track said it was going to go through, like split the Carolinas in half. That's what we were talking about this morning when I was talking to Tracy. Um, if it's another balloon... Because I heard that there was something like that going on in, in, in Canada. Is this the Canadian? Was there more than one balloon? Was this coming down over Canada into the United States, and now this one got shot down? I don't know. Let's take a call. Uh, Chad from Utah, what's going on? What's going on, Frankie? How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. I was wondering, 
what would actually happen to somebody if they took it under the, into their own hands, like a, somebody that had a plane, and they went up and they said, you know what, I'll take the, I'll take the, the FAA fine for discharging a firearm from a fucking airplane, and they shot the fucker down themselves. I don't I'd know do that shit if I had the ability. Yeah, but what kind of a plane? I, this seems to be like one of those things where the altitude is so high that you're not going to get up there with a Cessna because they would be able. I, I was wondering if there was any legal firearm or legally owned firearm that anybody in this country over the track of the of the balloon uh, anywhere living any any of those places where the balloon is tracking, if they'd be able to hit it from the ground because you know that some of the states that is flying over there's going to be plenty of people willing to try. So um, oh yeah yeah okay. so but I don't know. Yeah, I thought you. I, oh, go ahead. Sir. No, no, go ahead. No, I thought I heard you guys talk. I thought I heard you mention that it wasn't. It was below the the flight path of of the FAA, the FAA or the the airline stuff. So that, that's what they. That's what I was thinking. If you okay. Yeah, sorry, Frank. I'm just. I just think go up there and up with a fucking Cessna and have some fucking even use a use a bow and arrow with fucking the fl- the flame and arrows like from the fucking old cowboy movie. That would be great. That would be great if this if this was taken down via flaming bow and arrow. You just you yeah 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 get up there. You bundle up. You have to get on up there and uh, and and just it just gets taken down. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be good shit. Let them fly. Well, fuckers. thanks, thanks for the call, Chad. I'm, I'm glad how enthusiastic how enthusiastic you are tonight for that. You know that you can send up there that 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 Hannah Barrow girl, the one who does all the hunting, the catfish hunting. She's really good with a bow and arrow. They should send her up there. She'll take that balloon down, turn it into a um, a video. She'll get a sponsor for it, <laughs> like Dick Sporting Goods or something. Yeah, yeah, explosion in the sky above Billings, Montana, where a Chinese spy balloon was spotted infiltrating U.S. airspace. As residents report seeing jet zoom by after officials came under fire for refusing to shoot it down. I wonder if uh, Matt Christensen has been able to see this. We have quite a few people who are watching this in Montana right now. Resident witnesses in Billings... Montana saw an explosion in the sky after U.S. officials warned of a Chinese spy balloon flying over the region. Video of the aftermath reveals a trail of smoke in the sky where the balloon... But is this another balloon? Is this another balloon? When was this published? This was published at just about 8 o'clock p.m. Today. This is just about 8 o'clock, so it's not too long ago. Um, U.S. defense. So, so then what is this? That's what I want to know. Let's take a call. Uh, Mike from Rhode Island. What's going on, Mike? Hey, Frank. How you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. Always great to hear from you. What's on your mind? So I'm thinking this Chinese spy blimp is, uh, you know, we started over Montana. I'm wondering if maybe... They can't wait for the follow-up of the season of, of Yellowstone, <laughs> and they just figured, hey, we'll get it. We'll get a closer look. We'll just bring a little blimp over and and see if we can see John Dutton in the ranch. John Dutton's That's probably the guess. one. He's probably the one who took it down. He probably he probably sent Rip up there. 
Probably. Rip probably tore it apart with his own bare hand. Yeah. You won't be taking pictures of Beth around here, you know. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> I, I bet you any money you zoom in on this right there, you see them fly. What the hell is that flying around up in the clouds? It's Rip and Lloyd on a uh, on <laughs> so, so, and they're just like throwing empty whiskey bottles at it or something. Oh man. That's Maybe. Good. That's that's my guess though. That's my take on it. Oh, that's good. Well, I'm glad you I'm glad you got through on that one, Mike. How's everything else with you? I, I can't complain. You know, the new year's been good to me. The end of the year was terrible, but the, this year's been good so far. So I'm going to keep on rolling and and I uh, hope that this is a a, a great year because the last year was terrible for me. Yeah, Not completely terrible. Definitely could have been worse. But you know, death uh, and and sadness and more death and more sadness. So <laughs> this year. Put it all behind me. Keep moving on. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad we're on the same page with that one. I, I was definitely looking forward to making a making a new start and just cleaning the table and 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 trying again. And so far, you know, it's uh, it's it, it's 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 proven to be a wild ride so far. And uh, I'm just having a good time. And I'm glad you're out there, Mike. Thanks for the call. All right. Thanks for being here for us, Frank. Take it easy. God take, bless you, buddy. Take Bye. care, brother. Same to you. Same to you, Zoso so, 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 dude. What's on your mind? My man, you were talking earlier about uh, AI and that kind of, you know, the deep fakes and uh, capabilities. You know, I, well, you know, I had a 10-year career in Hollywood. It was a million years ago. But, uh, you know, there's some really interesting technologies out there. There's some stuff that never really made it out to us in the public. Uh, sorry, let me kill this stream in the background. Sorry about that. Okay. There is... Adobe Voco. Have you ever heard of this? Uh, no. My brother probably it's knows the it. One, yeah, it's the one where if they get, if they could get 20 minutes of your voice, they could make you say anything in the freaking world. And, uh, and you never, you would not know the difference. So the technology is there. Um, in fact, the reason this Adobe Voco, it's basically Adobe Photoshop. This is this is their audio version of just all the magic that you, you can do with Adobe Photoshop. This is the magic that you can do with audio, and you know they're really they're really good at it. It never was, I guess, released to the public because there was concerns. It was so good that you even AI can't tell the difference about you know. You could, like the Biden stuff you were just playing a minute ago, I mean, that sounded pretty damn realistic, although Joe hasn't been that coherent in many decades. Um, I was talking with my Hollywood buddies, and he said that uh, these deep fakes that everybody's talking about, mm -hmm. there is there is technology out there that is so good on video quality that if you combine that video uh, magic with this Adobe Voco, you could literally put together deep fakes that are so believable people people would not be able to, even machines would not be able to tell the difference. And you know how the government always has stuff that, you know, they're 25, 30 years ahead of the rest of the world and not letting us in on it. Have you seen any of these uh, Damar Hamlin videos lately? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. I'm not a big football guy, but I was watching a guy's channel last night, and he had a really interesting point 
I mean, if this guy is supposedly back and going around, you know, doing the, you know, the Nixon thing with, you know, peace signs in both hands, why isn't he, why isn't he making the rounds on things like Good Morning America and stuff like that? Why isn't he out, you know, he's showing his face instead of, you know, appearing under a hoodie. I just find it remarkable. I think that there's, I really think that they may be using some of this magic to make him appear. I, I think, I, I pray not, you know, I hope you guys okay, but something tells me he's in a lot worse shape than they're letting on. You know, uh, Zoe, I, I really do think that we are living in so much more of a holographic reality than, than we're being led on to believe. I, I think so much more of us are, are, are waiting for the day that we, uh, where it's finally introduced to ourselves, but it's, um, more and more the, re- the 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 uh the thing that that is makes most sense we are being invited more and more into metaverse like environments to go see a concert uh we're we're seeing this happen all over the place especially with movies i mean there i forgot who oh, i was talking about lately with um Oh man, it could have been a person I was talking to, or it was an article we were reading. But it was saying how soon, with the estates of actors and actresses who are going to be selling their image and likeness to, that's going to be the the big get for all of these studios soon is to be able to contract with actors and actresses while they're alive and then with the representatives of their estate after their death to be able to take their image and likeness and bring them back to life to make sequels and prequels of whatever the hell they want because they're going to be able to do it however the hell they want. And it's going to look so... I'll I'll give you an example. Here's a... a, um, At this point, a little bit more of a primitive example because this was back in 2000 as 17 whatever um when when did rogue when did rogue one come out it was i think it was 2015 was episode seven star wars that was the first disney star wars and then rogue one came out i think the next year 2016 or yes i think it was december 2016 right after donald trump won the election because um one thing or another, I remember we were covering all of the directors and the writers that were trying to make those uh, those little uh, protest protest uh, moments with their interviews about you know one thing or another. We can get that some of the time, but they recreated. They brought Peter Cushing back to life for Rogue One because he came on. Uh, they 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 needed Grand Moff Tarkin to be part of the story. He's there. They're building they're building the Death Star. Obviously Grand Moff Tarkin is a very big character at that time in the Star Wars uh universe. Oh, yeah. And and they recreated, they resurrected Peter Cushing. Now I went to go see that movie I went to go see that movie with with Anthony and Mike and Lauren and Rob and a few other people. And when we're driving home from the Alamo Draft House in Yonkers, um, r- r- I remember Rob saying he was in the he was in the back seat, and Rob said, "You know, I gotta say, uh, uh, Peter Cushing looked uh, he he looked uh, Tarkin looked really good. How old is he now?" I said, "Rob, he's been." He's, <laughs> I said, "I said, Rob, he's been dead since 1994." He, he, and and Rob was dumbfounded. He said, "You got to be kidding!" I said, "Yeah." Now, some yeah. You, if you analyze the face, still you can see you can see. Okay, yeah, that that's CGI. When you really look close and you know that you you are shown the strings in the in the magic act, 
you're, you see the strings attached to the puppet, then you can start making it out. But I mean, we're we're getting to a point where it's it's going to be impossible. It's going to be impossible. Uh, yeah. I mean, even what was it, 20, 25 years ago, whenever Forrest Gump came out, you know, they made him interact with JFK. You know, there was some really, I mean, you could definitely tell at that time it was fake. But uh, my buddies are saying now they got it. They've got it down so good. You you would never know. Even even the machines can't tell the difference. So I uh, I don't know. I I really I really wonder about the the Hamlin guy if he's if he's still with us or not it's an interesting thing to watch yeah well anyway have, have a good one my man you too Zoe Love the show great to hear from you yeah um yeah no that was it with with with, with uh, Peter Cushion and Tarkin it um I mean it, it, if you know he's dead then you know okay well let's see how good this job is going to be and they did a much better job with Tarkin than they did with Leia uh, Leia at the end, which it, it's an amazing sequence. It didn't take away from the experience. The Rogue One's an awesome movie, um, and I think that the greatest the greatest thing that they did for the the the, the recreation of of Tarkin was that um, they were able to use shadows very well. But sooner than later, all that's going away. Uh, Zozo dude just brought up just brought up uh, um, Forrest Gump. That was such a big thing, what they did with Forrest Gump to actually in, implant somebody into these very historic, these historical films. He's sitting there next to uh, John Lennon on television. He's uh, he's with President Johnson and President Kennedy. He's doing all this stuff. He's there for and and, and you think about that. He's there for integration of the schools down in Al- in Alabama, and and if you look at it now, you're like, holy shit, that looks bad. Oh man, the, 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 how they animated the mouth on Kennedy that looks it looks so bad. But back then we were we were blown away. Jurassic Park is the only thing. And we're talking 92, 93. Jurassic Park and again because they were able to use practical effects in with the CGI, it still holds up in a tremendous way. The 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 Brontosaurus or the Brachiosaurus in the daylight, it looks like a cartoon. But to this day, the T-Rex breaking out of its paddock in the rain, in the dark, is incredible. Incredible. And, um, and it's, some of it is getting better. Some of it is getting cartoonish even more. But anyway, I've gone on a big tangent. Let's take another call. 469, you're on the air. What's going on? Yeah, man. Uh, my name's Texan, dude. Nice to meet you. I, I love your show, brother. Thank you, Texan. It's great to have you on. Yeah, man, I've been a fan of yours for quite a while. You know, I, I really what you, I really like what you bring to the table, Hoss. I do. Uh, this balloon thing, man. Um, I don't know. I think, uh, I think people are just uh, missing the basic questions that need to be asked about this. Okay. Like, uh, like, how do we know it's Chinese? Just because the media and the government's telling us that. That's number one. Okay. How, how how do we identify it as Chinese except for what they're telling us? I, I, and, and number two. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no well, just as, as a number one, I think that there was an official response from the Chinese government. I think that they said it was a, le- a weather balloon blown off course. Okay. We'll, I, we'll take that for granted. Okay. The, and number number two is, okay, so from what I understand, it said that it, it can be, uh, uh, you know, maneuvered. 
uh, other words, there's some type of propulsion system on it, right? Mm-hmm. So if there is, <laughs> is there not a damn thing that, that uh, our American government cannot jam any type of signal and take control over, like any drone or anything? I, I've seen all kinds of technology on that where anything that enters our airspace that they don't like, they can literally, like uh, a drone, can take it over, land it, no big deal. They ain't even got to shoot it down. And so that that's not even been uh, talked about. It just seems to me like this is some type of uh, propaganda fear tactic kind of thing, that, and it's just our government screwing with our heads again. I, I'm with you. I'm with you on a lot of that. I, I really am because I don't – this is not – this is one of those kind of like Friday kooky story uh, uh, grab bag things. I was, I was thinking about Balloon Boy back in like 2009 or whatever the hell that happened. And this is, it has the same kind of flavor to me because number one, we're definitely not getting the whole story. And, um, and I, I don't, I'm so far beyond the whole idea of national threat, uh, China, national threat, Russia, national threat. I, I, I believe that our government is, a, is just as big of a national threat, if not bigger than all those things combined. And we know that they have longstanding and existing business relationships, especially with the current administration and his family. So, I mean, what, what this, could this really be? And I don't think that we should really um, get our hopes up of understanding that in the fullest in any way, shape, or form. And um, I don't know. I, I guess we'll see what the next 24 to 48 hours brings us. And uh, if nothing, then it'll just become a footnote on what is going to be the, the story of 2023. Man, I, I tell you what, when you said what you said earlier, you said what I was thinking. I just didn't know how to uh, verbalize it. The bouncing ball in the sky. And then when you said that, I was like, that's the truth, man. It is, they're just screwing with us again in another kind of way. You know, uh, they're not dispelling uh, any myths about this thing. They're just letting all the, the uh, conspiracy theories fly and all that. And it, it's, you know, like George Carlin said, you know, uh, back in the day that about uh, just another way to screw with you, and they'll do it whenever they want to, so to speak. <laughs> and you, you you said it, man, the bouncing ball in the sky, and it just got me thinking. We, we can, Our government can control that damn thing if it wanted to. It doesn't have to shoot it down in a dramatic fashion to make a point or anything. Yep. So, yeah, I, I just wanted to throw that out there, man. I want people to just kind of step back, you know, quit panicking, uh, just kind of think outside the box a little bit. Actually, that's not even outside the box as far as I'm concerned. That's just common common sense to me. Well, I, I really appreciate the call. You said you, you said your name is Texan. Uh, yes, sir. I got a little old, uh, show on on the Fox. So uh, I do them. Oh, well, so what, uh, what, country, what's it called? Country music, southern southern rock. It's it's the show. Is the name of it? Texan. And, uh, I'm the Texan, the host. Okay, the show host. I want to say, hold on, the yeah. host of the show. All right, so this is the Texan. You host the show on Foxhole. It's a lot of country music and and, and rock. And Southern rock and roll and stuff. Zozo and I get together every now and then, man, and have a great time. He brings his, his uh, you know, classic 60s, 70s uh, Led Zeppelin, and it, it's the Gulf Coast meets the West Coast sometimes. I love that. And, uh, yeah, man, we hang out. We have a great time, man. People seem to really enjoy it. So, Well, I'm going to keep my eyes open for it. When do you usually stream live? Uh, it, it's sporadic, but there will be a show tomorrow night, uh, Saturday night, uh, probably around uh, 8 Central. Great, great. And, uh, but I didn't come on here to pitch my show, man. It's an honor to well, speak to you, man. It really is. I, I enjoy and I love what you do. You bring a lot to the table, man, and you're a great, you're a great American. 
I appreciate you, but but in all, with all due respect, I was asking. I'm curious, and you know what? It's going to be really, it's going to really uh, be a cold one tomorrow night. I don't think I'm going to be going out and hanging out on the back porch at all. So I'll definitely jump in on the show to see uh, to see see what the hell you're you're pumping out as far as the jams go. Hey man, I appreciate. It. Yeah, I play the old stuff, new stuff, and in between stuff, man. Okay. You know, uh, yeah. So hey, I appreciate it. Thank you very much for uh, letting me kind of plug the show there but brother keep doing what you're doing man i'm a huge fan of yours and hopefully i'll, I'll get time to call in again i'll take him a call Hoss. hopefully thank you and hopefully i'll be able to hang out with uh people like the texan in texas one day i don't know something about that accent actually makes me feel like it's so uh, it's it's warm outside like wherever the hell he is it's warmer than where it is right now and uh, it just made me hungry for some reason barbecue oh man i've had such a bad week eating as you might imagine i've eaten so little so sporadic and um and it put a real dent in my in my working out too i I worked out a little bit on monday and tuesday and then it was just all downhill from there i didn't want to do anything so i got a lot to catch up on this this next week upcoming thankfully it's gonna be in the 50s so we got a 50 degree swing coming our way again. 856. You know we got a we got a nice a nice nice flow going on over here so we're just going to keep going. Three, th- 361 you're on the air. What's going on? Frank unbelievable. What's up? Hey, this is Kirk Allen in Texas. Hey, How Kirk. You doing? Good to have you on, Kirk. Well, what's what's the weather by you? Oh, I'm good. I'm like uh, 65 and clear skies. Oh, that sounds wonderful. What'd you, what, what'd, what'd you eat tonight? Hey, dude, I need you to pray, you know, when two or three are gathered. You're in New York, right? Yeah. Okay. My wife is over there on Long Island. She's in Lindenhurst between Babylon and Amityville. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Her son's over there. I need prayer for that family. We're up there dealing with it. I'm sending a lightning bolt right now, brother. Boom! And you just pray it on, and it'll get to her. Kirk Allen's family. Your wife? What's your wife's name? Sandy. 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 And everything she's dealing with? Sandy and Chris. Just pray for Sandy and Chris, and it'll be done. I love you, man. No problem. No problem. I hope everything's all right. They're taking care of some family business right now? You don't have to get into details. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, Sandy... But I can't believe I got through. I I was told to call you. Well, Kurt Allen. Kurt or Kirk? Kirk. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Kirk Allen in Texas. <laughs> Sandy Sandy and Chris, I'm, I'm, they're going to be in my... You'll see me in chat. I just throw some silly things in there. No doubt. Well, listen, when you talk to them, just let, let Sandy and Chris know that we're all thinking about them, and many people are going to keep them in their nightly intentions. So, um, I... Hey, you know what my real prayer was? What? And is, I want my Mimo and Momo... Mimo and my mom to visit her in a dream tonight. I prayed that with three other people. Now I got you and all the chat. We're going to get it done. No doubt. No doubt. And let, let, let us know. Email. I'll, I'll let you know, man. Yeah. Email. Uh, you know, Kirk, one, one last thing. You said it's 65 and clear and nice in South Texas right now. What did you eat for dinner? What did I eat for dinner? 
Uh, what did I eat? I haven't ate since this morning. I ate some uh, refried bean huevos and uh, potato tacos. Okay. You gonna eat anything tonight? Yeah, I Is that eaten, it? I, but I do have a pot of pinto beans on. Okay. Well, let me ask you this question. One, one last question for the road. Um, if you're on a desert island and you are given a choice to take with you only one kind of cheese, what cheese are you taking with you? Swiss cheese. Swiss cheese? Yep. Okay. All right. A good Jarlsberg? No, no, that's different. Just like an Alpine lace Swiss cheese or just your your, your regular... Like, you know the Swiss cheese has a lot of different holes in it, or you like the the ones with the big holes. Thin slice. Okay, th- thin slice. Okay. Swi- thin- hey, look, I was in Wisconsin, and uh, I asked him, I said, uh, can I get a grilled cheese sandwich? And I, she said, yeah, what do you want? And I said, I want all the cheeses. All of them. And they would just bring American cheese and Swiss cheese. So. Okay. That's your Wisconsin buddies. All righty. Sounds good. Well, I, but they did have the good cold uh, creamy dart. <laughs> I can go for some Swiss cheese, cheddar cheese, uh, grilled cheese right now. Grilled cheese and chili. I like that. Or grilled cheese and tomato soup or a, a tuna tuna melt and tomato soup. I love all those combinations. Yeah. I, I'll put cheese on my beans. Okay, brother. Well, have yourself a good one. We'll Take care. Have a good night and send my Thank best. Thank you. I will. I'll let you know. I'm going to call you back and let you know the update. Good, good. We'll be waiting. All right, Frank. I love you. Love chat. All love coming back to you. Have a good one. All right. It's 9 o'clock. Jarlsberg. I know it's not a Swiss cheese, but it looks like Swiss because it's got the holes. What would I take? You can't go wrong with a nice sharp cheddar. You can't go wrong with a nice sharp provolone. Extra sharp provolone. If it doesn't stink like shit, then get it away from me. But uh, it, that, the sharp provolone can get get um, old fast. I can't OD on it. If the provolone is sliced, then I can get it into some salami sandwiches on a, on a, on a nice fresh roll and some some mustard and whatever. I mean, that, that's something else, but it might be. I like Swiss. I really do like Swiss. But cheddar, I think the cheddar family is something that I could ha- have a lot longer without getting sick of it for a lot longer. You know? I see people mm-hmm. saying... Pepper Jack is king. Uh, sharp cheddar, stinky socks, regatta. The regatta is not stinky. Limburger cheese. Now that's a stinky cheese. I've been uh, like I like spreadable cheeses too, like breeze. I can get down with breeze. There's some that were really bad. I um I I tried this goat cheese brie that the the farmer that one of the farmers that we buy from he has a link to a lot of dairy, so um I'll get chocolate milks and whole milks and buttermilks and stuff like that and he also has cheeses and um 
I, I like a few of the cheeses that he has, but one of them is terrible. It was a goat cheese brie. Threw that shit right out. I wouldn't give that. I wouldn't serve that up. So there are plenty of mistakes that could be made in cheese with cheese, but um, depending on depending on the salad, there's only certain cheeses for obviously Greek salad. Get a couple of stuffed grape leaves in there with some feta cheese. Um, the only other place where I like having feta cheese is in a uh, feta and spinach omelet. I love feta and spinach omelets. Those are so good. I also love goat cheese omelets, though. Get yourself a couple of eggs with some goat cheese on the inside of that and some maybe some tomato and some asparagus, some bacon on the side. That's a good goat cheese omelets. All right, what the hell am I doing now? It's 9.03. Oh, Lauren Lauren got in touch with me at 8.25 and said, hey, we can do, we can easily do polls on quitefrankly.tv. So as far as voting on quitefrankly.tv, there's that. And then 8.40 and 8.48, Lauren says, this is probably about deep fakes. She said, nothing was more flawless than, than Olivia... Livia Soprano in season three when they finally killed off Livia's character in, in Sopranos. It, that's a joke because it's the worst. Livia Soprano's head is it's like this floating head. They She died in the middle of, the, uh, of shooting, so they went back and they took old footage of her with her head and they just put it onto a bot. It, it's so bad, but they had to do something. So <laughs> there's that. All right. What do we do now? Now I offer you guys an invitation to go and meet with us on quitefrankly.tv. The weekend roundup is going to be done. Abe will be there. I'm sure Cody and Josh will be bouncing in and out. And we have plenty of great stuff to get you through the entirety of the weekend. And then on Sunday night, as I said, I am going to have two things, two features ready for you. Uh, That'll be the Sherlock Holmes videos. That'll be great. Two of them. The, the two recent ones that we were talking about with Jay Dyer and Timothy Gordon on the show last night. So you'll already you'll already know that there's a lot of great Easter eggs there. Late 19th century mystery uh, that leads right into knocking on the door of the 20th century and the world wars that were already being planned. So um, there's that. A lot of occult great stuff. Spookiness in there, and then in the in the the night owl programming, I'll make sure we have some good stuff too to get you through the midnight and beyond hours. For now, get to quitefrankly.tv and enjoy yourself. But first, let me make sure I got all this done. Chai Possum says the delivery is coming your way in celebration of Mardi Gras. Expected to arrive on the eighth. Be on the lookout. Okay. Jay Jewell, thank you so much, says you were referring to the fellow who donated and slipped through the cracks. Am I a crack slipper? Donated and slipped through the cracks. Oh, well, there you are right now. Where did you... I see a lot of Jay Jewels here. I mean, some of you donate so much. I mean, like with the with the, the, the gold pills, it's easy to, to put a lot of gold pills out there because the the trans... Um, what is it? What is it? The, uh, the conversion rate is... We're talking pennies and stuff it all adds up obviously but some of you guys send so much that you know I it floods the whole screen sometimes I have to cut down on some of the redundancy and sometimes it'll slip through the cracks that's why I say you know save your best stuff maybe 
but you can also call in. Let's see, Winston Dave. Yes, a lot of good stuff. Thank you, everybody over there. I'm releasing the scratching. Easy and that, to put a- And that's the end of that. Tip your engineer well on quitefrankly.tv, and we'll be on our way. Thank you to everybody over here on Rumble. There's a few more Rumble rants. One is from Kat. says, everybody knows that uh, public polls are for suckers, Frank. Mail-in only. Mail-in only. Yeah, if we start doing mail-in voting, that would take, for this for this operation, forever. Forever. Though a lot of different, a lot of, a lot of stuff came in over the Christmas season really quick. Cremo says, new subs since Robert Phoenix interview. Digging, quite frankly. Well, I love Robert Phoenix, and therefore I love you. Thank you, Cremo. Thank you for coming on, and I hope to see more of you here. Wart Guy says, here's a few bucks toward your gas bill this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a blanket bill. Just going to be wrapped up, but it'll be fun. Rebecca Brown on Rockfin says, love your show, Frank. Thank you, Rebecca. It is so wonderful to have you out there along with everybody else over there on Foxhole, on Rock uh, Rockfin, I should say. And Brett says, please play my Gay Farmer Bro video. Brett, I already told you, you have to send it to me in, in email, and I'll take a look at it, and, uh, and, 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 and we'll see. But thank you for being out there. Natalie says, if we, if we, the general public, can see this thing from the ground, who's to stop one of us from shooting it down? I don't know. The range of weapons, I guess. If it's, it could be big enough to see with the naked eye, but uh, what do you have that's going to, to reach it? The average person. I don't know. Cat shit one says much love brother Frank Ray from NJ it's been a long time Ray says as cold as it is we have a warm winter we have had a warm winter in the Northeast that being said your love for what you do is warm chilling uh, chilling us no matter the weather chilling with us no matter the weather blessings to you and all the family Ray great to have you out there and I agree aside from this and Christmas Eve and the 23rd Christmas Eve and Christmas Day it's been like March. We've had thunderstorms over here. We've had a few inches of rain. Um, and like I said, we have some some flowers that are, are starting to blossom. Well, not blossom, but they're, they're, they're budding again. It's a very confusing time. It is. Thank you, guys and gals. It's, it's been a, a tremendous pleasure, and I will catch you all on the flip side. That is Monday. For the time being, stay warm and get over to quitefrankly.tv. Much love. I'll catch you on the flip side. Quite Frankly is filmed before a live studio audience and now our super chatters, starting with Brett, Natalie, Cat Shirt One, oh shit run, Ray from NJ, Stostube, Sean Haug, Joe Biden, and Mike Can. Thank you to Rebecca Brown on Rockfin, to all my friends on Rumble and Foxhole. We will see you on Monday. Take care, and please become a sponsor on QuiteFrankly.tv.